All right, welcome to SHAP Radio 99.1, KLCT, LP, Lubbock, Texas. Today you we are with Lisa Fraze and Raymond Richardson for the second episode of Shappin. Shappin? Shappin. Shappin, yes, Shappen. that's right. So talk a little bit about what Shappin is, Lisa. Shappin is um, a term that we came up with that it just kind of describes kind of a laid-back a attitude, laid back, back like attitude it. on campus and the things that you do on campus, all the events that you go to, kind of hanging out, maybe in the CAF, in the library, it's going to all the events, the sporting things, it's just shopping. Yeah, like tailgates, yeah, you know, tailgates. just hanging out, playing cornhole, yes. you're shopping, right? Yes, and yes. So, so that's what we're going to talk about, what's shopping on campus. We're, we did not get kicked off the air the last <laughs> show last month with Bill Bundy and, and all of close. his good stories, uh, but we have some really special guests on this go around for this show. So episode two, here we go. Uh, let's look at what's going on on campus, what's been going on, what do we have to look forward in the future? So one of the first things that's coming up is this weekend on Saturday, we have a volleyball game, October 21st at 12 p.m. at the Rip Griffin Center. And before that starts off, we're gonna have a tailgate that will start um, a little before that. Um, the game actually starts at two, the tailgate starts at 12. What's on the menu for the tailgate? This It is sausage wraps. Sausage wraps is what we're gonna do this time. And so we'll have that and bags of chips and waters for everybody, totally free. So it's a great time to come out. I think it's gonna be good weather, mid eighties. So it's gonna be a great time to come out, support the Lady Shaps. That's awesome. Those tailgates are fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it gets all the community out. Also, just so thankful to Johnsonville, United Supermarkets for all they do for love at Christian University. Let me tell you a quick fact about Johnsonville. You may you may know this, you may not, but Johnsonville sponsors one college program, Love at Christian. That's amazing. They also sponsor one NFL team, mm -hmm. Green Bay. Awesome. So awesome. It's just the just the two of us, yes. you know. So that's cool. exciting for Johnsonville to step out and trust us and really allow us to use their product and, and make a big deal about them. Yeah, we had them on campus last April and it was just a really fun time with them. They brought out their tailgate equipment and of course theirs is huge and so they cooked for us and it was just a really great time. Hey, also today, today's a really cool day. We had a celebration this morning. Today's October the 19th, okay? Uh, we had a cool celebration for Hanson Ling, many Many of our listeners will know Hanson Ling. Hanson had a birthday today, and mm -hmm. so we had breakfast pizza. People bought, brought cards. Magnets. His choice of magnets. That's always a good gift for Hanson. <laughs> he collects <laughs> magnets. I mean, I'm telling you, thousands of magnets at his house. Thousands. Thousands. That was a lot of fun today. Hey, so as we look ahead of different things that are coming up, um, I saw something really big on the calendar, and I may be jumping ahead too much, but... On December the 4th, I believe, we're going to have the Flying J Wranglers on campus for a Christmas concert <coughs> yes. straight out of Rio Dosa, New Mexico. That's James Hobbs. That's yes, an alum of an LCU. Alum. Yes. Mm -hmm. Award-winning alum. He's the class of 76. Yes. yes he he won did win an award. alumni award last year, the Distinguished Alum of the Year. So, we're, I mean, that's going to be a big deal. So, mm -hmm. we've already teased that a little bit. Tickets aren't on sale yet. We expect that to go really fast. Uh, that'll be in the McDonald Moody Auditorium on the evening of Monday, December the 4th. So, be looking for a lot of good information on that. Yes. Lisa, what else is going on? Well, right before that, there's going to be Big Blue Christmas. That's going to be Tuesday, November 28th. It starts around 5.30 and will wrap up about 7.30. And this year, it's Elf Extravaganza. And so that will be just a time on campus where the mall area is totally transformed into all things Elf. And so, and there will be a... Um, a sighting of the elf there and so that will be a lot of fun but you can do a lot of crafts with your family it's a very family friendly event that we put on here it has the candy cane forest a sea of gumdrops the world's greatest cup of coffee it's all things elf and so it's going to be a lot of fun Hopefully it'll be a little warmer than last year, but there will be probably some fire pits and some hot beverages for the family as well. 
That's great. November, we're kind of going in sporadic order. So if you've got your calendar open and you're trying to write all these down in order, it's not going to work. But <laughs> November the 18th is a really fun day on campus, too. That's Saturday, November 18th. That's that's Rob Wilkinson's birthday. But there's also another fun thing going on that day. And that's when we dedicate the blessing for Gullo Hall. Uh, the Gullo family will be on campus. Matter of fact, they're spending the very first night as a family, as a big family, 40 or so of uh, the Gullows are coming down, and they're going to spend the very first night in Gullo Hall. And that Saturday at 4 p.m., we're going to dedicate and bless the building with the Gullo family. And it is beautiful. I don't know mm. if you've been by there, Lisa. Have you yes. been by there lately? The Gullo, I have a couple of weeks ago. It's it's really coming along well. It's beautiful. And they got this courtyard in the back that's been lighted up. I mean, it's going to be a really neat place for the students to hang out at. Yeah, the the courtyard is called the Card- Cardwell Courtyard. Mm-hmm. Full of lights, fire mm-hmm. pits, mm-hmm. barbecue pits. It's going to be the hangout place. Yeah. Uh, so we're really excited for that to come online. That will come online actually uh, for the spring semester in January. Mm-hmm. Students will start moving in. So we look forward to that being occupied and a lot of life and a lot of fun activities around that yeah, area. There's 177 beds there and they're all in suites of two and four rooms. And so it's going to be a really good place to have people stay there. It's be fun. Wish I had had it when I was here. Talk about Encounter LE too. That, that comes up on November the 17th and 18th. So that is a time where it's kind of a shortened version of the week-long encounter in the summer. Um, It is a time where we have uh, some speakers on campus, and we have worship times. We have the classes that are really experiential classes. So if you know of a high school student that wants to be involved in that, man, sign them up. That is a really incredible weekend to have here on campus. And they stay in the dorms and everything here on campus, so... Kind of fun. A lot of stuff going on, especially as we end up October, November, December, as we wrap up the year. A lot of different activities going on. Uh, there was one more around Halloween, I think, that's coming up with our student athletes. Yes, they do an annual trunk or treat, and it's going to be Sunday, October 29th from 4 to 6 in the parking lot of the Rip Griffin Center. And it will be put on by the LCU Athletics. And so we're just inviting everybody to come out and help celebrate the fall season with the students, the athletes, and the, just, you know, the whole Lubbock community. Hopefully we'll come out and share that time with us. So there's not a lack of things going on. We've got no. all the... All the classes going on, plus we have all the other activities. It's it's really an exciting time on campus, and as we as we turn the page to, to the moments of Thanksgiving and Christmas, it just becomes really sweet on campus. Yeah, uh, all the lights up mm-hmm. and just becomes a really fun time. Fall is a great time on campus. Yes, they light up all of the most of the buildings in the mall area at that big blue Christmas event, and that's kind of the kickoff to all the Christmas season here on campus. It's a lot of fun to see all those lights come on at one time. All right, so we're going to take a break in just a second. But before we take a break, talk for a second about homecoming. The 16th through the 18th of February. And so that is the time where we're inviting all the alumni to come back to campus and reconnect with the former um, people who have been here as alumni. So we're going to have a ton of activities. We will have... 50th year reunions, we will have class reunions, we'll have social club reunions, um, all kinds of things that happen on that weekend. There'll be uh, all-decade dinners, there'll be the basketball game that we all want to come out and support our basket lady shops and, and shops, and that will start off with a, with a tailgate. So a lot of things happening on that time. Homecoming is great. I mean, we spend half of year half of a year planning for homecoming, and it's really a time where we want the community to come together. Yes. And I can think of people that have graduated in 1960 mm-hmm. and they came back their first time in 2019 and have totally re-engaged with the university decades and decades later. Don't wait that long. Do yeah. it quicker yeah. than that. Uh, yeah, and you know what else I would like to go ahead and talk a little about is that we have an alumni site. It's lcualumni.com, and there are spaces in there that if you were involved in a social club or a chorus or something like that, you can get in there and already start talking about when you can meet on that weekend. Like, I encourage you to get on that space. Like, if you were involved in Meister Singers Chorus, you could go into that space and start talking to all the other people that have been involved with the Meister Singers over the years, and y'all can already start talking about your reunion. They always do some some kind of a tailgate outside and then they come in and they sing songs together and just kind of a really cool time to reconnect with each other. No matter what you were involved in at LCU, 
you'll find a way to reconnect during homecoming weekend. Yes. So we encourage you to come back and be a part of that. We're going to take a quick break. We have some fantastic guests with us today. Yes. We'll introduce those when we come back. You're listening to SHAP Radio 99.1. All right. Welcome back to SHAP Radio 99.1. We are excited for our guest today. And our guest is Linda Gaither. Our first guest is Linda Gaither. Linda, what we're going to do today is talk about you. And All right. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk. We're going to spend some time talking about you, but we're going to talk about what LCU has meant to you and really what you've done as a lifelong service to Lubbock Christian College and University. But let's, let's start at square one. Okay. Okay. Where were you born? How did you find out about Lubbock Christian? I was born in Santa Fe, New Mexico, but I grew up in Hill Center. Texas. That's H A L E. <laughs> and my grandmother uh, invested some money in some bonds at LCU. So she, when it first came about, so she wanted me to go to LCU. I graduated from high school in Austin, Texas. My dad did not want me to go to LCU, only because it was so expensive. We paid a lot of money to go to school out here. But I was fortunate enough to use the bonds that my grandmother had to help pay part of my bill. So I came out here. Lubbock Christian was a two-year school, and it never occurred to me that it wouldn't be a four-year school because that's what I was promised. I was promised if I enrolled as a freshman, I would graduate as a senior, and my degree would be valid, and I could teach school, which is what I wanted to do. You know, I look back, Raymond, and I think I was so naive. I mean, really, I was so naive because it never occurred to me that we wouldn't be accredited. It never occurred to me. So I could have spent four years out here and had nothing. You know what I mean? As, in terms of degree. But it was small. It was my. It was a place where I could make friends. I had gone to five different schools in high school. I didn't have a home base, and I came out of here, and it just fit. I mean, it was just the right place to be. Had the privilege of knowing Dr. Maddox, and working beside him to put the seats in the Moody Auditorium because he was there working just as hard as everybody else. We didn't have trees on the mall. We had very few buildings, but we had people, and the people that I met are my lifetime friends. I talk to students who are in high school who have best friends, and they love their best friends, and that's great, but the friends you make in college will go with you the rest of your life, and I really believe you need to be smart enough, which I wasn't. God just took care of me and gave me friends that I can depend on. My business partner graduated the same year I did, Emily Ratcliffe. We, I can remember when we first got into real estate, it seems like a long time ago, but we sat down and made goals. And one of our goals was to support Lubbock Christian because it had been so good to us. And financially, we had nothing. I mean, we had nothing to give. But we started giving 30-something years ago, and it's just grown and I think both of us, our hearts are, as much as we can raise for Lubbock Christian, that's what we want to do. And our business has always been a service-oriented business. We help people find their homes or sell their homes, sometimes in very difficult situations. But you can't, you can't put into words what Dr. Perrin and his wife all the parents meant to love a Christian. You can't, um, and I'm talking about when he was teaching history, that Dr. Perrin, and we've had a lot of Dr. Perrins out here, haven't we? But you can't put into words what they gave to us. I can remember the first time I heard they were not getting a salary in order to continue the university or the college, I guess at the time. They didn't take a salary, but they didn't want us to miss class. They didn't want us to miss our education. So they chose to come here and stay. I didn't have that kind of dedication. I wasn't mature enough to realize really what that meant until I got away from it and thought, oh my goodness, how did he pay the bills? How did they buy groceries? What did they do if they didn't take? Because 
a lot of times it was husband and wife that were teaching out here. And so there was no income. And I was just overwhelmed with that when the reality of that hit me. And I thought, whatever money I can raise for Love a Christian to give back for all the people who sacrifice for me, that's my goal. And I think that's Emily's goal, too. She's she's more of a giver than I am. She's more, uh, she thinks ahead. She plans ahead for giving more than I do. I just think, oh, I've got $10, I'm going to give it to Love a Christian or whatever it is. But she plans ahead so that we can help this institution that helped us, blessed our lives beyond beyond compare. And we just had our 50th reunion. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was, it was so much fun. We just had the best time. And we had people back on campus who hadn't been here since mm -hmm. they graduated, mm -hmm. who are now invested in Lubbock Christian yeah. University. So one of the reasons I do this is sitting right over here, this young student. Kennedy Chappelle. I just think she is going to be a voice for Lubbock Christian in her life, in what she does, and I want to be there to give her whatever it takes to have a good education. But more than that, to have a solid foundation for her. I, I want her to have that because she's why we do it. She and all the other kids that are out here, that's why we continue. So, Linda, you talked a little about how Dr. Maddox was right in there in the thick of it, putting in the chairs in the Moody Auditorium, and you were helping him do that. Mm -hmm. Are there some other memories that you recall when you were on campus that have just stuck with you? Oh, there are, the there are a hundred memories. Okay. I mean, there are just a hundred. We didn't have the opportunity to have the cafeteria like the kids mm -hmm. have now. I mean, we had one thing. You came in, you ate it, or you didn't, you know. Mm -hmm. But J.O. Bell made these fabulous cinnamon rolls. We all loved his cinnamon rolls, so it didn't really matter if we ate a solid meal or not, as long as we could buy a cinnamon roll. And the, I don't know that I could narrow it down to one thing, because Master Follies was so different than it is now. I mean, it wasn't even something that you can compare the two. Mm -hmm. It was so different. Of course, the girls couldn't wear, you know, couldn't wear pants. We were limited on what we could wear. Couldn't wear jeans. If you went to the gym, if you went over there to play basketball, which intramurals we could do, you had to take your knee-length shorts that you could put on for basketball. Yeah. And well, so, anyway, what did you wear? I'm not telling you. It's private. <laughs> <laughs> we wore dresses and we wore skirts and we full length dresses. Not full length. Yeah. But they we did go through a phase where we had to kneel down and the dorm mother measured to make sure they were long enough. We could wear them above the knee, but we had to have a ruler to measure. You know, you're making me sound really old by asking these questions. I want to look at that list and I'm going to answer something that doesn't make me look so old. All right, I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. So good. class of 1972, is that right? Correct. Yeah. First of all, Thank you for everything you've done for Lubbock Christian. You're welcome. You were a student. You're a trustee. You're a proud alum. Very proud. You fly the flag. Yes, sir. So thank you for everything you do for LCU. You're welcome. Thank you for saying that. What was a typical day in 1970-71 when you were going to class? Describe a typical day on campus. We have a student right here in studio with us. So describe your typical day in 1971 on campus? Well, when I left the dorm, I didn't go back until the end of the day because I had class after class after class. And plus, I didn't want to miss the fun of all the kids that were over in the sub. We would we would meet over there, and, and we were allowed to play a few card games, but not really. And we could play some dominoes, but that was all monitored pretty closely. But that's where we hung out. That's where we had a good time. Things were so different back then, just so different. And I love the fact that these kids have the freedoms that they have out here. They don't they don't know it. I couldn't wear polka dots. You know, Inez Bauckham, she didn't want you to wear polka dots. And you know why, don't you? I have no idea. Tell me. Because those nasty boys would poke on those polka dots oh. and you'd get in trouble. Oh. So okay. there you go. There couldn't you go. wear polka dots. I learned something new today. Yeah. So, I mean, but I would go and stay the full day away from the dorm. I didn't want to be in my room. But we had very rigid uh, 
storm monitors. What were they called back then? I can't even think. With RAs or RAs. something, yeah. And they would check your room when you left in the morning. And I mean, you could get demerits. We had a very strict time that we had to be in at night, like nine o'clock on weeknights, ten o'clock on the weekend. You got demerits if you weren't there. Went to chapel every single day. There was not an option for that. If you missed two chapels, you were kicked off. That was out. Goodbye. Here's your stuff. You can go home. Yeah, think about that. Uh-huh. But we loved chapel. Chapel was so much fun because my fr- we had a, a club here that did a kid I curl of the month. You might not remember this, but every year, I mean, every month they would do this big thing and they would do a spotlight and she got roses and it was a big deal, kid I girl month. Well, the row I sat on was all these guys and every time they would say, we're going to do kid I girl the month, they'd fluff my hair and take my books and take my purse because they just knew I was going to be kid I girl of the month. Four years, not once, was I kid or girl the month. Because you didn't wear polka dots. I don't know. I guess that was it. But those guys would get me ready. And so it still was a joke when 50 years later, when we came back, those same guys said, Never made it to Kid Ike Earl of the Month. So, Oh, my goodness. That's kind of a fun story. So I remember being here on campus and thinking, the food's decent, but I feel like we've come a long way. Oh, my goodness. So, yes. yeah, we have like a, an executive chef in, in there, and he does a great job. Randy White does a great job. He is excellent. excellent. He is excellent. So tell us your experience with the cafeteria food. Well, like I say, we had one meal. I mean, yeah. one choice. You yeah. didn't get to choose between... Maybe dark meat and light meat if we had fried chicken, you could choose that. But I don't even remember making those choices. It was very strict yes. on what you could eat. Yeah. And I ate three meals a day because that's what my dad paid for. Okay. But you had to eat breakfast at like some unbelievable early hour. I don't know, 7 o'clock in the morning. Who eats breakfast at 7 o'clock in the morning? Well, I didn't, no. but I... Anyway, I ate three meals a day, four years. Just one thing that you could yeah, have. We didn't have okay. choices. Okay. But it, it was we, we survived. And now you have a million choices in that cafeteria. You go in and you can do stir fry. You can do pizza every day. You, you can, can do, do a salad yeah, bar. Yeah. I mean, so many choices. It's amazing. So many choices. It's come a long way. It's been good. I want to close with one last question. I want to, I want to ask you about... What makes your heart happy about Lubbock Christian? When, when you reflect on since 1970, did you come in 68? Yes. So 1968 to where we are today, what brings a tear to your eye? What makes your heart swell? What, what makes you happy about Lubbock Christian? So many things. So many things. I think the commitment of our leadership, the commitment of our staff, uh, the administration, I can't uh, tell you how impressed I am with our faculty. We have so many good faculty members that are dedicated to our students. And for me, that's what it comes back to. And that does make me have a tear in my eye. I can't really sit through chapel without feeling emotion. I go to a basketball game. I'm so proud of our girls. A volleyball game, I'm proud of our girls. Softball, whatever it is. I think we have coaches and faculty and staff that are committed to these kids, and that's what it is about for me. I I want these kids to have the best they can have before they leave, and I want them to feel as good about Lubbock Christian as I do. So I look around, and I'm so proud of everything. I'm proud of the grounds. I have lifetime friends that I made here that I can call on I can they check on me they love me well they say they do I don't know if they do or not <laughs> but I know I love them and in our community and you're going to hear from one of them in just a minute he is so strong in our community and I, I know this person and that makes me proud because he is a product of love a Christian well we do love you thank you and you do know that I do know that and you bleed blue. Yes, I do. And for that reason, uh, just you're just amazing. She's got blue. For those that can't see on the radio, she has blue shoes, blue pants, blue shirt. And they're not just blue shoes. They're like blue, glittery, glitzy Well, shoes. yeah, they are sparkly <laughs> shoes. They're glamming. I do bleed blue. I do. Moving, watching those kids move in the dorm. 
Oh my gosh, that's so much fun. So much fun. Linda, thank you. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our next guest. You're listening to 99.1 Shop Radio. All right, welcome back to Shop Radio 99.1. My name is Raymond Richardson. I'm Lisa Fraze. And this show is called Shoppin'. This is the second episode of Shoppin', and we're really excited about our guest that we've had today, Linda Gaither, class of 1972. Now, Dan Williams uh, lives here in Lubbock. Dan, we're really thankful that you took some time out of your day to be a part of this show. Let's talk a little bit about you and how you found LCU, where you grew up, how you found LCU. Yeah, so I did not know anybody uh, that had went to LCU uh, when I decided to come here. I grew up in the small town of Milshu, uh, about 70 miles from here. And uh, really my sole decision was based on uh, uh, I think is one of our coaches maybe said that, hey, they're, they're having tryouts for their team, uh, for the basketball team, and, you know, a bunch of kids are going, and uh, a couple of friends from Milshu went, and um, me and my buddy Mitch came up here, and it's like, all right, let's try it for the basketball team, and uh, we tried out and ended up making the team, and so decided to come here together. So, yeah, kind of transitioned pretty quick after that. I didn't know anything. I, you know, I, I knew I didn't want to be too far from home. Uh, you know, growing up in a small town, I kind of wanted a smaller environment. And maybe that was the only thing I knew about LCU at the time. Who was your basketball coach? Uh, Ralph Mason. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So in Mill Street, that was my basketball no, coach. No, like here at Love Christian. Yeah. yeah, so we kind of... Uh, we kind of went through a few different coaches. Copeland was the coach at the time for the, uh, we had two teams. And so I was on second team. And, um, and so we had Benton Buckley, Matt Payton. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, we, I think we went through both of those guys while, uh, for the two years that I was playing. What years were you here? So came, uh, 01 through 05. Yeah. Yeah. So, what other activities were you able to be involved with while you were here on Love Christian's campus? Oh, so growing up the way I did, you know, my parents instilled a good work ethic in me, and, and I knew that I needed to work. I didn't have a, a big uh, budget like some of the kids do these days. <laughs> uh, I think it's like, hey, here's a couple hundred bucks a month, anything else you need to make up. And uh, so I, uh, uh, when I played basketball, I just did basketball and, and business classes, and that's nice. really uh, all I did then, and then decided I needed to work. And so I did a couple different things in college, did some retail stuff, and then I went to work at United Supermarkets. And so I'd go to class from like 8 to 1 or something and then go work at United from like 4 to 11 or something like that. Wow. So um, that's kind of what uh, I did. So I didn't do a whole that's bunch insane. about schedule, yeah, though. <laughs> yeah, I heard Linda talking about Master Follies, and I was like thinking, yeah, I I don't even know that I knew what Master Follies was. I knew about all the stuff, and I had all, all my friends were uh, in clubs and did some stuff like that. But for the most part, I just worked and and uh, went to class. And yeah. so my uh, I was probably closer with the teachers than I was uh, anybody else. Yeah. What was one of your favorite professors? Uh, I had several uh, that I really enjoyed, and, and it's kind of cool now that, um, and even then, I felt like I it was weird to call them like Mr. So-and-so or Dr. So-and-so. So uh, Tracy Mack uh, was a favorite for sure. We did uh, a lot of finance classes with him. Uh, my advisor was uh, Dr. German, um, Steve German, and um, so he helped me a ton through all that stuff, and Brian Starr got to be a really good friend, and um, so yeah, and still talk to all of those, you know, all of those guys and, um, however many years later it is, <laughs> 17, so, 18, 20. So I want to, I want to transition a little bit. We're going to probably come back to your time on campus, but I look at you, Dan, and I look at a community leader in Lubbock, uh, very involved and engaged in a lot of different projects, probably several boards. How did LCU prepare you for what you're, what you do today not just work, but networks, the activity that you're involved in. Yeah, I mean, I think the, um, and this kind of started when I was young in Milshu, right? And so it was like the size thing. Uh, I think there's a lot of efficiencies and that's affected everything in my life from like, you know, um, keeping things smaller. Um, and so that's the way I've done it in, on into my business. But I think that was, you know, it was one of the things I always I had some roommates that went down the street to school. And, you know, I mean, their walk to class was terrible. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, I know it was raining today. I pulled up and it, it was about, about, 
you know, five to 10 second walk across the, the street to get into my class. And so, I, I mean, it's like the, the smallness of that and then being on a one-on-one, you know, uh, with your teachers and your, your class sizes, I, I never had any of the big classes. And so is, you know, if I had a question, I was going to be able to, to talk to the teacher directly. And, um, and so I, I think that just made a big difference for me. Um, I, and it's changed the way I do everything, um, you know, and, and understanding like, you know, you come from Milshu and you knew that you had to be involved uh, in something if you wanted it to be uh, the right way or you, or you wanted it to be a certain way. And so um, you get into LCU and then you see all of your professors that care and they have to be involved and they have to do more than just teach their class, right? It's not just like, oh, they come up here and teach class and they're done. They're involved in everything. Um, and so they're involved in, in my life. And so, you know, we did that campaign and I don't know if this was, this was probably your time. Like, you know, my, my professor so-and-so and he knows my name or she right. knows my name. Right. And I think that, uh, um, that just, so then on into business now I've got my own, uh, real estate brokerage and, and we've kept it small intentionally. So, and, uh, we think it's just, uh, there's a lot of benefits to having small teams and, you know, having that one-on-one basis with people that, that, you know, them, they know everything about your life, you know, about their lives. And so I think that makes a big difference. And so that's kind of led on into community involvement and why I felt like I needed to be involved in those things. Um, so, so I want to follow up, uh, for just a minute on that question. We honored in Lubbock, we honored, uh, Robert Taylor from United Supermarkets the other day, and you were a part of that. But going back, I think a year or two ago on the Tornado Memorial, you were really involved in that. And so you, you've been working alongside a lot of community leaders on different projects, not just Lubbock Christian stuff, but community-wide stuff. That's, that's got to be important to you. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think it just, um, yeah, there, I, there's so many things that come to you from what your community gives you. Um, and then, you know, in community, not just like a town or, or whatever, but, you know, the LCU community or the, the business community um, and those things. And so I, I feel like there, there is a need to give back um, in, in a way that that's meaningful and impactful. And so I think that's that's one of the deals. You know, Robert's a great example of that. Um, I've learned a ton from him. And you have somebody like that that, you know, Robert is retired from United Supermarkets. Uh, the last time, it, you know, he was retired. We went out of town. We went on a trip down to Midland for a few hours. And um, he's like, hey, can we run by a Starbucks? Um, and I was like, sure. Um, you know, we went by the Starbucks in the uh, United store down there. And, and honestly, he just wanted to go in there. He didn't want a cup of coffee. He wanted to go in there and say hi to all the, the people that still work there. And so, I mean, that's community. Um, and so and that's, you know, I think that's a lot of what LCU offers and um, and is a big difference maker. It's not like, OK, well, we have all of these professors that have done this, this and this. Uh, that's great. But it's like, I mean, I know my professor, I could call him if I had a, a business related question to finance uh, and we could talk about that. And I, I, those are some differences that I don't think you really have those relationships at a lot of universities, at least at this level. Um, you know, not only that, but they're, I mean, they're great. They're, they're great at what they do, but they're great people. And I think people make a lot of the difference. Dan, you have been a community partner with LCU for quite a while. And community partners are those businesses in town that kind of pour back into LCU and to our students. And you have been doing that with your business. And tell us a little about the experience that you've had with the community partnerships with LCU and how that, how you feel about pouring back into our students. Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. Uh, you know, being on like the foundation board and stuff like that, it, it, but being involved in the community partners, uh, I th- it's every time I think about like, okay, hey, I need somebody else to hire. Mm-hmm. My first text is to Raymond and Josh Stevens mm-hmm. and Tracy Mack. I mean, there's like these people that I text and say like, hey, I'm looking to hire somebody because I know the quality of the student typically coming out of here is uh, they've got a, uh, seems like the work ethic is better. Um, you know, their uh, trust level, you automatically have a different trust level. It's like, hey, I need a recommendation for a babysitter. Okay, cool. We know this girl on the volleyball team. You know, I mean, whatever that is, there, there's so much. And I think that 
comes a lot from the community partner level mm-hmm. of, and I know that I've heard that in some of the other meetings, like in the foundation meetings that we've talked. And one of the guys is like, I'll hire just about any student that comes out of LCU yeah. uh, in this department. And he's like, it's just the quality of what I've been getting out of there. It's just been so much better. I think that goes back to the size of the school and the ability to, to educate somebody at a smaller, you know, in a smaller classroom size. I think that at, yeah. especially at a college level, that's just, that's pretty hard to beat. Yeah, we are so appreciative of the way that you have been supportive. I just want to make sure yeah. you knew that, man, being a community partner with LCU is, you really do make a difference to these students and faculty and staff. And I appreciate all the, the many ways that you've done that over the past few years. Yeah, you're welcome. Dana, we didn't give you a list of questions, so you don't know what's coming. But if you could summarize your experience with Lubbock Christian University in one word, and I'll give you a chance to unpack that. But if you could summarize your experience, not not just when you were here, but now looking back, what would that word be? One word. I love these. Um, Man, I'd go with like impactful maybe or something, you know, just um, you want me to go ahead and expand on that? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it is super impactful to have the level of education that we get um, in a size that we, that it's able to be so much more meaningful to have, you know, I had friends that went to the same class as what I'm going to and the amount that I could learn in an hour versus what they could learn in an hour is different. It just is. And that's because of the size. Uh, there's a, a book, uh, Small Giants. And yeah, I, you know, I took a ton from that, like after, you know, after graduation. And some of it, like Linda talked about, you don't really know it until later on in life that how, how meaningful some of those things were and how impactful some of those things were. And um, so, yeah, I, it just makes a big difference to, to, um, to your life as a business owner and, and how some of those things function and how, how you do everything. You know, I didn't really, when I just started talking about, you know, going from LSU to LCU to business to owning my own business, um, I didn't really think about size. And like just kind of putting that together while in here talking, it's like, oh yeah, like that's that makes sense why I enjoy a much smaller environment, uh, just because I think the impact that you can get from so may change my word to impact, uh, but I mean the, there's a lot of that that's that's changed the way I do everything in business, and I think it makes a difference, and and then in how you uh, go out and impact your community and and understand the need for involvement. It's not just about you going out and making a buck. Um, it's about figuring out to how to give back. And time's probably one of the most important things that you can give back because it, um, it's the one thing that we can't create a whole bunch more of. One of, the, one of the things I was thinking of while you were talking was the fact that you stayed here in Lubbock. You know, you come here from Yosho and you kind of do your uh, education here and then you kind of go out into the community and you stay here. Have you had um, a, a connection still with the alumni that you met here out in the community? I mean, because what I'm hearing is that most people who come to Lubbock kind of stay. So tell us a little about the connection you have to still some of the alumni that you knew while you were here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I stayed. I mean, I don't think I ever really thought that far ahead when I was going to school. Like, okay, I'm going to stay in Lubbock. Like, this is what I need to do or this is where I need to be. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely has, and it's made it, it, it has made an impact and it's changed, you know, like, like Linda's business that she talked about. It's, you know, the people that she works with, I still have a good friend group. Like it's, we've got a text group called the LCU hood rats and, you know, it's like we, we stay connected and, uh, you know, we play golf together. We try and connect and, and try and check in on each other and in life and business and, um, so, I mean, those are great, even even though, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't remember a whole lot of high school friends. I mean, we still have connections there, but not like what you do in, in college level. Uh, but then it's just like, oh, hey, you went to LCU and it's like you get on the foundation board or you get connected to something and you're like, I didn't realize they went to LCU or I didn't realize their kid goes to LCU. And it's like, oh, yeah, you need to know so and so. And here's how you can connect through business and no, you want to be a vet or you want to do this. Oh, I know a great guy that, that runs an amazing business. And so you start looking at the other business owners that, that have that connection and that comes through your community partners, you know, not only just 
alum, but, you know, the community partners and how LC has been able to impact that. And, um, and, and it goes back again to the size and connection that you're able to make because of the size. Hey, Dan, we, this is our last question. And, and I really want you to think about this because we have a student in studio with us. We have two students in studio with us. So based on what you have experienced at Lubbock Christian and in, in your own personal business, if you could give some advice to a current student today, go into class today, what would you say to them? Um, I would say to, uh, you know, I, I think a lot just go to school and they don't think little things matter. I would say it's pay attention to the little things um, because, you know, your relationship with your professor matters, right? Like you're, uh, and it's mattered for me 20 years later, right? So um, it would matter now, like, you know, hey, I was always the guy that like, I thought it was weird when people came in pajamas to class. Like I, I was like, I feel like somebody in my, my house would have killed me if I did something like that. And so like not saying that's a terrible thing. It's just one of those things where it's just some of that stuff's evolved. But the way you present yourself matters. Like you walk into a meeting with someone um, and, and it's at school and you've got a meeting with your professor about something. Uh, the way you the way you look and present yourself matters. And so I think a lot of the little things that you do make a big difference for the rest of your life. And, and it can make the difference in you getting a recommendation for a job or you not getting a recommendation for a job. And so um, how, how you go about that on a daily basis uh, at the school, I think that, that matters in, in uh, you know, developing those relationships with the, the generations that are ahead of you. Um, yeah, that's why I'm great friends with Linda. Like, obviously she's had an impact on me. You know, Linda's the person that you go to lunch and she's gonna, make sure she knows the waiter or waitress's name. And there's little things like that that matter. And so I think that uh, you get to learn from those generations ahead. And so you can learn a lot from your professors. You can learn a lot from uh, those people that have different experiences than what, what you do. And, and just, you know, a lot just go to hang out and have a, a great time. And uh, there's a time and place for that for sure. But I think if you want to have an impact on the community, if you want to have an impact on the world, uh, go learn something from the people ahead of us. I think that's where, um, you know, a lot of people have, you know, fallen off of understanding how 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 much impact that can have on 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 your life and 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 what you can learn in a short time frame. Dan, when I think about you, I think about someone when I need help. Uh, I'm working on a project at Lubbock Christian, or Lisa's working on a project here at LCU. And we need some some outside advice, some some strategic thinking. You're one of those guys that we call, and so you help us a lot, probably more than you'll ever know how much you help us. So thanks for all you do for Lubbock Christian. Uh, thanks for being a part of this show. Uh, you're you're a good one. Well, thanks. I appreciate you guys too. So this is always this is fun. We should do this more often. <laughs> we should. We're gonna take a quick break and come back with our next guest. You're listening to 99.1 Shop Radio. All right, welcome back to 99.1 Shap Radio, the radio station. The radio station is Shap Radio, but the name of the show is Shappin. Shappin. Raymond Richardson here with... Lisa Fraze. All right, so we've had two amazing yes. guests so far. Uh, a lot Lin of good stories there today. <laughs> Linda Gaither, Dan Williams. You know, those two used to be in business together. They used to work together. Yeah. And uh, what, a, what a powerful two people right there. Yes. Powerhouse for the community. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, are, we have a student with us in studio right now, Kennedy Chapel. So, Kennedy, one of the things that I'm just going to go ahead and get it out there, we're going to change your last name, not to Chapel, but Chapel, okay? Because you're a <laughs> chap. good. So we're just going to go ahead. Going forward, it's going to be Chapel. I like that, actually. <laughs> just own it. A little twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just own it. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about where you grew up, uh, what classification you are, what your major is. Let's talk a little bit about that. I'm from Heath, Texas, which is about 30, 45 minutes outside of Dallas. Um, I went to a little private school, Dallas Christian. Um, grew up there, went there since I was four years old. Um, this year, I'm a freshman. Uh, I play on the Lady Shavs basketball team. Um, I'm a animal science major with pre-vet emphasis. And I'm just excited to be here. So you're from the Dallas area. How did you hear about Lubbock Christian University? 
I actually knew um, a family that I had played basketball with growing up, and one of their daughters um, actually went to school here, Whitney Cox. And so just came to a couple camps for basketball and um, kind of stayed connected, went to the game, stuff like that. And um, over the time coming here, we, you know, went to the camps, talked with the families. And so whenever it got time to kind of decide, you know, where are you going to go to school? Um, basketball was kind of a big factor. And so first off, it's like Steve Gomez. I mean, come on, <laughs> kind of a no brainer. But every school that we kind of looked at you, we were comparing to Lubbock Christian, whether that's a big D1 that's like your dream school. I mean, nothing kind of compared to it. And so it was kind of, my dad was like, how do you know you're going to go there? And I was like, it's okay. Just chill out. Like <laughs> it's God's plan. And, you know, I think they put, um, God put the Cox family kind of in place for us to be able to make that connection. And it's, so far been a great experience and I'm kind of excited to see where that goes. You know, I think about LC is a special place. Let's just stop there. It's period. It's a special place. It's a good place. But you're coming in as a Lady Shaps basketball player, which kind of that makes it even a little more special. We're kind of good at women's basketball. <laughs> you may know that a little bit. 2016, 2019, 2021. Yep. National championships. But if you talk to Coach Gomez, it's not about the national championships. It's about who the players become as people. And, and it's, you're not that important. I think Coach Gomez will tell our players and confirm that if that's true. Of you're not course. that important. Yeah, that was the first thing he said. Uh, we came on a visit and he kind of sat us all down in the room. And he was like, I just want you to know, like, you're not that important. We want you here, but it's bigger than that. And I think that's kind of like the cool and unique thing about this place is like, yes, you can be great at your sports and you can thrive and you can be good in school. But the biggest thing is like your growth as a person and people here really want to see you thrive and to do good. And that's the biggest thing. I mean, basketball, it's fun. It's all of that. But being on a team with girls that genuinely love you and like have a relationship with you off the court and a coach that cares about you and your well-being, like they would drop anything. And, you know, we've like gone through some things this season where some people have missed practice and it's bigger than basketball. I mean, if you have something going on, like you deal with that first. And I mean, that's just kind of the cool thing about it is Gomez is great about that. And he makes it known that Yes, we're going to be good and we're going to practice hard, but he also cares about who we are as people. Yeah, and you're you're a freshman. You already know that, which I think is really cool. I'll tell a quick Gomez story. Uh, it was probably 2020. I went by his office. He was watching film, and his knees were up by his desk. They were <laughs> up really high, and I, and I said, what, what do you have your knees on? And there were all the coaching trophies, the, the national championship trophies. He had just stuffed those under his desk. And there were so many that he was using them as footrest, right? And, but that's his perspective. Those things are only of this earth. Right. But your eternity as a player is really, really important to him. Do you feel that? Do you see that already? Absolutely. I mean, just some days we'll come into practice and the first thing he has is a Bible verse written on the board. And um, we... Even on film days, he'll come in there and it's, I mean, he's just more about us as people and we're just normal. You might be good at sports, but at the end of the day, you're just a normal student. You're no better than anybody. I mean, it, that is really the thing he focuses on is to be grounded and to just be good people who showcase who we are. And, and I think that's really good for the organization and for Lubbock Christian is just to show that you know, we can just be normal people and we can be good at sports. But at the end of the day, like he could be somewhere else. He could be at a big D1. I mean, he's Steve Gomez, but <laughs> he's here pouring into us because he loves this place and he loves what he does and he sees value in us. And I think that's really important. And that's something that brings people here is knowing that like you have worth and that he's going to feed into you and in more than just a basketball aspect. And it feels like a great comfort and something to always hold on to. You know, I'm sitting here listening to your stories and, and how great Gomez is. And I'm sure he probably cultivates a great family atmosphere for y'all. Right. Because y'all spend a lot of time together, don't you? Yes. <laughs> so, um, and if you have time outside of basketball, 
What is it that your typical day looks like here on campus? Well, um, I'm an animal science major, so mm-hmm. you got a lot of class, a bunch of labs. Um, but, I mean, the community here is just great. Mm-hmm. Um, even outside of basketball, um, I've made so many friends that are in all of my classes, and we actually got to go on a trip before school even started this year, and they've become some of my best friends. And, you know, you just call them up, and it's like, hey, let's go get ice cream tonight, or we've gone to play Sam volleyball, and, I mean, it's just great. And um, on the basketball side of that, I mean, you spend every waking moment with your teammates, Mm -hmm. but you love each other, and it just kind of feels normal. So my roommate's actually on the basketball team, and... Uh, we got our fall break. We got a couple of days off from practice and from school and all of that. And we stayed with each other. So <laughs> we went to eight together every day. So, I mean, it's just nice to have a community like that. Yeah. Tell me about some of your classes. So what are the hard classes? What are your professors that you really enjoy? Okay, so we got a couple labs. Those are the hard ones because they're like three hours long. And I'm like, I don't know mm. if I can focus that long. But um, they're great. I mean... I love Byron Rogers. He works uh, some of our games. Um, he's great. I have him for chemistry. Um, and then my advisor's uh, Dr. Laughlin, and he's really special to me. So I got to go on a trip with him, uh, two trips actually, a history class, and then we went to a little vet thing before school started. And he's really been uh, somebody that I've looked up to and that I can come to with just about anything. Um, and he's been great. He set me up with all my classes, and I actually don't have him as a teacher. Um, he teaches a couple classes, I think. But um, it's just been great to be able to come to him with anything. And I've only been here a couple months, but I know that he would drop anything to come help me. And that's just something that's kind of cool. And I know that every single teacher that I have, and even if I didn't have them, if I had a problem or if I needed something, they would be there in a matter of seconds and that's just really comforting to when you're so far away from home to have people that would do that for you. So you've got to hear you you're in studio and Linda Gaither and Dane Williams were, were talking. What what did they say that stuck with you? Um just kind of how much you don't realize the good things that you're in right now, but they mean so much to you uh later on in life. And so just to hear how, you know, Lulu, she's been here for ever and ever, it feels like. And you never even know how your paths are going to cross. So my family um, met with her for the real estate stuff. And now she's somebody that texts me and is like mad at me because I didn't ask her to do my laundry this week. <laughs> and I mean, just seeing how much of an impact that other generations and other people can make. Um, and you don't even know that you're in one of the greatest seasons of your life and how much it actually matters and how special this place is. What a cool, mature answer. Yes. So tell us a little about how you feel the Lady Shops are going to do this year. I think we're going to be great. I might be a little biased, (laughs) but I have Grace Foster and Macy Maddox on my team, so I'm not too worried about that. Um, Um, What position do you play on the team? I play point guard and a little bit of guard. Okay. Kind of depends on the day, but um, I'm really excited for the season. You know, we've been in preseason, and we have our first scrimmage on Monday, actually. Uh, first game's November 3rd, so Good. just excited to see how we do and yeah. all of that. Well, Kennedy, thank you so much. Dan Williams, Linda Gaither, thanks so much for being a part of Shappin'. This is episode two, so you're, like, groundbreaking. You're you're one of the first <laughs> to be involved in this. So. Bill Bundy was the first interviewer on the on episode one. So you, I, I really think y'all are better than Bill Bundy, but y'all can take that up with him. Uh, but we're so thankful for uh, our alumni, our current students, uh, such a rich heritage at Lubbock Christian University, a very special place. To my friend across the way, Lisa Fraze, thanks so much for uh, co-anchoring the show with me. You did amazing today. <laughs> Uh, You're listening to 99.1 Shop Radio. Thanks for listening to LCU's podcast. For more content like this, go to lcu.edu.